You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Listening to today's Saturday Scouting Report episode, folks. Welcome back. I am Joe DeLeon, joined by Chris Flum. We are here representing Big Blue U, giving you some NFL draft and college football conversations to distract you a little bit from the New York Giants coverage. Although right now it's probably the last that you would need to be distracted from the Giants, considering that they are currently in a push for the playoffs today's scouting report episode as we do every single saturday if you've missed any past episodes go listen back we are going to give you the perfect prospect to discuss today another player that fits the need for the giants which is wide receiver devonta smith and based on how certain people value devonta smith the receiver from alabama he could either end up going very high or he could end up right at that perfect spot for the giants to take him so smith First thing that we have to bring up, looking at his physical profile, we have to talk about this more than any other player. He's six foot four, six foot one, but he's listed at 174. Now that number, that 174 number is extremely light. That is significantly lighter than most receivers that are considered to be first round prospects. And very rarely do guys have success at that weight. So it begs the question, Chris, can his high-end, high-quality production, and this guy's going to win the Blitnikoff Award, I think you could pretty much pencil that one in, does that production translate to the NFL when he's actually facing off against some bigger defensive backs in hell? If he goes uh, across the middle and a guy like Bobby Wagner's waiting for him, is he going to be able to withstand that type of a punishment? Yeah, and I think that really is the question with Devonta Smith. I think he is going to be a very scheme dependent player at the next level. You know, you can see on tape all of the positives in his game. He's got very quick feet. He's a very smooth, very savvy, nuanced route runner. He's got great agility, great stop start quickness. But then at the other end of things, his stature or lack thereof absolutely shows up. You know, he is he's not the same kind of small receiver as Marquise Hollywood Brown or Corey Coleman or Will Fuller or John Ross or any of these other guys who, you know, were coming out of college as undersized big play threats because those guys, you you can't catch them. They are true burners. Devontae Smith is not. He is, I would say he is, and he has average speed. Daniel Jeremiah of the NFL Network says that from the people he's talked to, he is, they're expecting Smith to run somewhere in the four fives, you know, mid to low four fives, which is 
fine. It's a problem when the guy is 174, 175 pounds, because that lack of size to me shows up on tape, particularly when he's in tight man coverage and he has to fight with defensive backs because he tends to lose those fights. Yeah, you know, exactly. The That weight is far more problematic than I think people are willing to consider because you look at the tape, you see him make these fantastic plays, you see a, a you know a true playmaker, a guy that's not afraid of contact, but you question if he's going to be able to play this sim- similar style and have sustained success because he is only 174. And the one thing that you hit on is he doesn't have the traits that you need to succeed at a lighter weight. And what we mean by that is he is not a deep speed burner. He's not going to create separation with speed. He doesn't have to worry about getting hit because uh, he's so much faster than everybody else. But this style of play, his stylistic approach to being a receiver, tends to rely on good route running and also making contested catches. And that's not really going to work when you're facing against corners the same size as Richard Sherman. There are guys in the NFL that are that big. There's guys that are six foot two and 200 pounds that are going to have a field day possibly against a guy like him that are more experienced. So that's that's the big question mark. That's the question mark is that what do you do with a guy like Smith? Does Do you ask him to add more weight? Is he capable of adding more weight? He is probably going to be the most polarizing prospect in this year's draft class because some are going to consider him to be a top 10 pick. Others are going to say he's not even a first rounder because of those weight concerns. If we're getting into discussing, though, uh, Chris, some of the details, and we've already hinted on some of the stuff that he does well, he is a very, very good route runner. He's really good at creating separation, and I absolutely love his feet. And that's how he, he succeeds is through being a very, very good route runner. Yeah, absolutely. He, When he is matched up one-on-one and he isn't being schemed open, which is something I'll get to in just a second, he is at his best on routes that either depend on quick breaks, double moves, or quick comebacks, where he is able to plant a foot and break very, very sharply, come back to the ball, and create separation that way. But then he is also good when the offense schemes him separation. I saw him used fairly often on mesh concepts, uh, various route concepts to put defenders in conflict. And he is very good at running those precise routes to create a natural rub with one of his teammates and basically scrape off a defender, create, put them in a position where they just physically cannot follow him. So those really quick feet, smooth hips, precision, nuanced route running. He's great at stuttering off the line of scrimmage to throw off defensive backs timing. He varies his stride length again to throw off their timing, uh, disguise when he is going to make his breaks. And that is how he wins down the field. Yeah, that that's the real key to his game is the ability to get open and also make plays through tight coverage, is being able to cut quickly. I also really like his ability to adjust to the football. I see a guy that has good awareness. He knows how to get under the ball and make plays on the football. That goes hand-in-hand with his catching ability and his hands. He's got pretty good hands, and that makes up for some of the issues you might argue with his size and being able to make contested catches. But even if he's in tight coverage because he's not the the fastest receiver, 
he creates that separation with his route running and then he'll make these contested catches and he's also not afraid of contact despite being that small. That's the key here is despite him being really light, he is still willing to take contact and take hits and he gets up completely fine. He's not a a, a, a soft player by any means. He's a tough kid and that is what really helps create his his persona as a receiver yes although i there is one slight caveat to that and that is that while he is a willing blocker and he is a tough guy he should never be asked to block uh i saw a couple instances one the most significant we'll say was against missouri in the first game of the year where he went to block a defensive back and he just when he went to extend to kind of lock in his block he just bounced off the guy and he and smith wound up on the ground while the db he was blocking went up to make the play there are quite a few running schemes that ask wide receivers to block um maybe put devonta smith away from the play side on those <laughs> or you know send him in jet motion something like that because you know getting up in guys faces blocking them keeping them away from the runner or the ball carrier not his strength if only it was that easy to move him around like that but it's going to be a lot more complicated to to do some stuff like that we're going to get to his pro projection and, and his fit with the giants coming up very soon One thing that perplexes me a little bit here, Chris, when trying to figure out what he can do best, I'm concerned if he can truly play outside against some of these bigger corners because I think that if he goes against like a true press corner, he might get stopped and stuffed a lot if if that ends up happening. The other thing that worries me where he made a lot of good plays in in the slot, but the only thing that worries me is is he going to get smacked by some of these big, hard-hitting linebackers if he is coming across the middle on a slant or a drag route in that region where a lot of linebackers live and breathe and frankly are act like vultures off of opportunities to smack smaller receivers. So I can't really definitively say which is better, but I would lean towards saying that he's probably more useful as a, a slot receiver rather than an outside guy. Yeah, that that's where I come down as well, uh, just because he can out quick a linebacker or a box safety. He's probably not going to be able to out quick too many NFL starting NFL caliber cornerbacks because those guys have really good feet and hips as well. And if you get one of these guys who is a good press man player, I'm with you. I would worry about Devonta Smith being taken out of the game. And, you know, we talked before about, you know, should you ask him to add weight? And honestly, I am not sure he has the room on his frame to realistically add much more than five or 10 pounds of muscle. And even that might be a lot for him. He is just, he just has a slender build. And while that works for him with his quickness, you have to wonder if you add that, add more weight, does that slow him down enough that it takes away from the strength of his game? Also, even if he doesn't get blown up at the line of scrimmage, I did notice on tape there were a few times where bigger, more physical defensive backs were able to really influence his route and force him over closer to the sideline, shrink the receiving window more than he would have liked. Now, there were also some problems with uh, Mac Jones at quarterback and his ball placement, but also the the ability of Devontae Smith to be influenced by corners that's just doesn't have that natural play strength that you are really looking for from an 
a true X receiver. So yeah, I definitely come down on him as much more of a slot guy, maybe occasionally a flanker, or you could put him in a bunch set outside, but you, you want to try to protect him and protect his releases. All right, let's get into breaking down and sharing our thoughts on this weekend's games on Saturday. Hopefully you're tuning in on Saturday morning. If not, you don't need to pay attention to what we're about to drop here. But if you're looking for games to watch and names to know, we've got two fantastic games. My first game, Chris, that I'm going to be watching at 12 o'clock on SEC Network. Nine Georgia is facing 25 Missouri. This game is packed with NFL draft prospects. Ben Cleveland of Georgia, Trey Hill, uh, their center. Cleveland's a guard. Monty Rice, inside linebacker, edge. Aziz Ojalari, cornerback Eric Stokes, and then cornerback uh, Tyson Campbell. Lastly for Georgia, free safety Richard LeCount for Missouri. I'm a big fan of Nick Bolton. I'm excited to see what he's going to do against Georgia. Tyree Gillespie safety, and then also safety Joshua Bledsoe. So that's the, the group of prospects that are part of this game. Chris, where do you stand for the second game? Well, I, I think I'll go with uh, one that isn't on a... Uh we'll say regional conference channel because the that first game is the sec network not everybody might have that so i'll give one maybe a little bit later in the day abc that's 17th ranked north carolina against 10th ranked miami the u and we've talked about both of these teams before they have some really interesting guys miami's got uh Quincy Rocha, outside linebacker, edge, cornerback Al, Al Blade, safety bubble Bolden. For me, I really want to watch Rocha just because he is that athletic, versatile, outside player who could be an edge. He could be an outside linebacker it, just based on how much versatility Patrick Graham demands of his defenders. He could be an, a guy to keep an eye on. But then we've also talked about uh, North Carolina with Daz Newsom, Chaz Surratt, who the shift from quarterback to linebacker always amuses me. And the fact that he's really good also makes him worth watching. So that is going to be, I think, a really good game to watch. All right, folks, there you have it. The prospects to know and also a scouting report on Devonta Smith. Thank you for tuning in, folks, to this latest scouting report episode. Be sure to follow us on social media at Big Blue View at Joe DeLeon and at Raptor MKII. Also head to BigBlueView.com for more Giants news and analysis. We'll talk to you on Sunday, folks, following uh, the Giants game against the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs>